Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi, covering Mississippi State like nobody else, with Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24 7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at TaylorConstructionEquipment.com. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at Supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way for the trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo uh, over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Tumsuba. 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 That would be a little weird. Nobody would be expecting Brusuba. No, they would not. Nobody wants. Ben, nobody knows anything about that. We need to bring small business to Tumsuba, though. We need to. Feels like it's a it's an underserved market for just about everything. So, That's right. <laughs> wherever you are, our great state, you can get Strange Brew Coffee every morning, just like we have it here in Starkville or in Tupelo. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Check them out strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Whatever kind of coffee machine sits on your front counter, you get. You got it covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Place to find the maroon and white merchandise you are looking for. Not just clothes, but not just there. There you have a great selection of that, but they've also got great stuff for your house, for your car, for your tailgate. They've got tumblers. They've got gifts. They got it all. Check it out. If whatever you're looking for, maroon and white, it's there at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, again, nothing changed from this show to the last one. So Restaurant Tyler is still the best restaurant in Starkville. For lunch, for dinner, for brunch, whatever meal you're looking to eat, the best meal available in this fine city is at Restaurant Tyler. Of course, if you want to head there for dinner for a special occasion or just make, you know, the dinner itself can be the special occasion when you're eating at Restaurant Tyler. Great steaks, pastas, chops and some of the best desserts in town. If you've never had the Restaurant Tyler stuffed pancake, you're kind of missing out. You're kind of missing out. You need to make, put that on your on your to-do list in 2023 is to go get you a, a stuffed pancake from Restaurant Tyler. It's the best dessert, dessert in this city. I promise you that. Check them out, Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations to serve you throughout metro, central Mississippi. We talk about it all the time. We want you to eat local. We want you to shop local. We want you to bank local as well. It's important. It's important to build a relationship with your local bank. That way, if a decision needs to be made for you on a loan, you're talking to people you've been doing business with that whole time. And that's what Priority One Bank gives you. They offer you that kind of relationship. 16 locations throughout the, the, the state of Mississippi. Check them out at PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is Rumblings Day, Robbie Falk, which is just always a fun time. I know yes, you, I enjoy I know you love the rumblings. I do. So there we go. <clears throat> I'm really excited about our new sponsor, by the way. Which I know one? we did, I know we didn't have to like say anything. We don't anything, have to do anything for that. Anymore. But 
I did want to draw attention to that just because of the ties to Winston County. Yes. And Taylor, Taylor Machine Works. Yes. So I, I'm really excited about that. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm excited, too. Excited to have them on. Uh, we got our new intro started on today's show. And uh, I think we're going to have another new intro soon. That's This is like the temporary intro. It's kind of like when when Evolution had the, the the Jim Johnson theme and then they got the 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 motorhead theme yes we're gonna go we're gonna do something like that we're gonna have a work motorhead is gonna do our intro well no Mo, the, lemmy's dead so no but uh, it's, gonna be it's gonna be the super talk version of motorhead i'm good with that but yeah right. shout out to uh to uh taylor construction equipment i'm really excited yeah me too all right let's just What's jump the back. county stand up <laughs> sorry it, it can't be said enough Let's uh, jump into the rumblings. Our first question from Dog Von Eric, master of the Iron Claw. Am I just salt? We got a lot of. I'll just go ahead and let you guys know another quick disclaimer. We got a disclaimer, and I got a story in just a moment. Uh, but we got a lot of wrestling questions today, so you're just gonna have to get through them. By the way, before we get started, I, I noticed we had a, a, a review yesterday. This is we what a, the story was. Yes. Okay. Do you do you want to? Some one of you people, one of you guys or gals listening. Gave us a one-star review because we talked about wrestling. I'm, I, I wish you'd put your real name on there so I could call you out for the loser that you are. They won't. They, they won't do that coward. because he's you're a, a coward. coward. You're a coward. It's just, we can't have one podcast a year where we tell you what we're going to talk about so that you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. I mean, we went over the top warning yeah. people that we were going to talk wrestling, and there were still people that complained. You are the problem, yeah. not us. You're like, the problem. And then you have to go and give a one-star review. I mean, again, if you're giving a five-star review and be like, you guys lo are losers, okay, I don't care. But, like, the fact that you went out of your way to do one-star, and then it's just, you all you said was wrestling. Like, and I guarantee F you, off, Brian, dude. that that person is listening to this podcast. Well, I hope they're not. I hope they gave up on us. So they didn't. They're listening to this podcast. They can't well, give it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention often how terrible they are. Anyway, let's get to the questions. Am I just you salty? suck? Whoever you are, you suck. Am I just salty? Speaking of salty, or was that a terrible and lazy writing for the WrestleMania main event? Also, thoughts on Vince's new look. Vince's new look is the most typical Vince thing ever. Only that guy could look like that and be like, no, it's perfectly acceptable. He's like, uh, you know, industrial revolution businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I said it, it on Twitter, and I believe this, though. If a wrestler got a job with him looking like that, his name would be Gino Spaghetti. <laughs> He, he would, he would, like, he would go super Italian on him. Yeah, he'd be like, "You're gonna be Gino Spaghetti," and you, you come out, and you're like, "I'm gonna twist you into a noodle." He looks like a scoundrel. He does. Well, he is a scoundrel. Uh, I, I guess we have to talk about this. I, I, the the way the WrestleMania ended is exactly how I thought WrestleMania was going to end. I thought Reigns was going to win. Cody yeah. is not the guy at this time to take that belt. He's just not. That's People not were very upset about this ending, but yeah. it it protects Cody. And now he's they had to the cheat. Weather, so. They had to cheat to win the match. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like I, like what Brandon Walker was just enraged so over this. Yeah. I don't know. And why. I mean, this is this is a wrestling, a classic wrestling storyline. Yeah. And it's happened the same way on Monday night. They are building 
Cody into a tremendous baby face right. that has to overcome adversity against some of the biggest monsters. And mm-hmm. this is this is a model that has been in place for decades. Happened in Mid South. It happened in uh, WCCW. It happened in WCW. Daniel Bryan did it th- a few years ago. Odds are stacked against him. This is what you do. This is how you make someone. And you can't just have a three month chase. Right. It's got to be longer. Like, <clears throat> what if we come back next year and Cody wins the Royal Rumble again? Yeah. Then you put the belt. But right now, it's not. Well, see, and that's why, that's why I was not. I love Cody, but that's why I was not on board with him winning the title right now. You have, I mean, you had all that stuff with Sami Zayn. Sami doesn't win it. You're going to put the belt on Cody after that? Right. No. After he, he had no. No. No, had no dog in the fight really with Roman Reigns or the bloodline or anything. It was, it's a good story, I think, building here. Uh, Matthew Watkins, have you acknowledged your tribal chief every day? I acknowledge him every day. What was your favorite Wait, match of let, the week? Hey, I, I, want, I want to say this. I, I made my wife and Natty watch Raw last night for like mm-hmm. the first 10 minutes. They were just disgusted that they had to watch wrestling while we ate supper. <laughs> Daddy wanted to watch Bluey, and my wife wanted to watch one of those uh, literally anything else ABC firefighter shows. Okay, um, and so when Roman came out, I said, "Natty, the one acknowledge acknowledge your tribal chief." She yeah. said, "What's the tribal chief? <laughs> Who right is there. that? He's right and there." Then, you know, it's shit, like it had the big like three D yeah. like Roman yeah. that was you know how they do like the thing. Yeah, she said, "What is that?" She said, "What is happening?" My four-year-old daughter said, "What is happening when you when like the the giant three D thing was in the front thing?" I said, "That's your tribal chief. Acknowledge him, Natty." <sighs> she did I, not acknowledge him. What was your favorite match of the weekend? Uh, for me, probably the Triple Threat Intercontinental Title match. Just that was good. Men slapping me. Tag tag team match. Tag team championship was really good. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, last one from Matthew. Who would you like to see Paul Heyman carry to the top of the card? Heyman is perfectly positioned. They don't need to move him anywhere. No, he's great. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Next question comes to us from Justin Strawn, who says, the Super Mario Brothers... 2.13 p.m., by the way. Very good. This is outstanding to see Justin at these these regular hours. The Super Mario Brothers movie comes out this week without having seen it. I'm confident it will be a thousand percent better than the 1993 film. How confident are you that it'll be better than that one? I would say more than that, five thousand percent. Nothing could be worse than the original Super Mario Brothers movie. That was that was like totally 90s. Yeah, that movie. But I mean, it, it also was a live Cooper action. Was a real person. Yeah, it was a live action movie as right. well. It wasn't. This is going to be like a you know animated. But I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be better. I just the, the thing I remember the most about that was the shrunken heads. Yes, really bad. Uh, Colton Watson asks us. I'm going to read you his question as it is, and then you're going to tell me which way, which sport he's talking about. Well, who takes a step back and who steps up in the SEC for women's baseball next year? <laughs> so is he talking about baseball, or is he talking about women's basketball? It's, uh, it's got to be. I mean, why would you? Preface it with women's okay. if it so wasn't women's basketball. basketball. Does yeah. South Carolina take a little step back next year without Aaliyah Boss? I mean, that, that's they, they built the super team and they, they're losing. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they they're definitely still be really a, good, but yeah, but not, I mean, they were undefeated yeah. until the final four. Right. So 
Yeah, they're going to take a step back. They're going to lose a couple of games. What about but they're L- still going to be good. I mean, LSU they, will still be good. LSU is going to be maybe better. Okay. Um, Angel Reese is back. Flojay Johnson's back. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're gonna they were in the Sweet 16 this year. What do you think of them? It it depends on who they get out of the portal. I mean, they're losing Angel Baker, who is All American, All SEC. That's a huge loss. My Taylor was is going to be a big loss from a. You know, she just her numbers were not great, but she's just like a calming presence at point guard, uh, offensively and defensively. So, I mean, it depends on who they get out of the portal, but I would imagine that they're going to be probably the same, maybe a little better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tennessee is going to be better. Tennessee's Tennessee might be one of the favorites to win the SEC. Is Rakia back? Yeah, Rakia's back. It's Mari Key, who missed all of this year's out. I mean, mm-hmm. back. And then with um, State, it's sort of the same thing with Ole Miss, right? It's, it's like who they get in the portal, plus if Jessica Carter comes back. Right, yeah. There's a lot of things that have to happen for State in the next month or so. Okay. Uh, I feel like this baseball season has become the football of the like football of the crew years. Beating Ole Miss is the only goal I have left. Do you see it similarly? Similarly, I'll be honest with you. I just need one, one game. They beat Ole Miss one game. I don't really care what happens the rest of the way. Really, I got to win that bet with Richard. That's all I care about. Oh, I need one more win, and that's it. They got four chances. I need one win. Hey, look, oh. I like them to take all four. But why don't you just go for it all? Why don't you why don't you go for a sweep? Well, it wouldn't be a real sweep though, because women's basketball lost uh I mean state sweeping the oh, series. I mean, I'll take it. I'll certainly take it. But I'm I'm not gonna be greedy. You know, once I have that win in hand, I will turn my attention to the next one. No, well at least get the series win. At least I would, I would set like that as your that. goal. I like that. No, 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 no. You gotta understand. I'm not it's about not being greedy. All right. I want I'm you to be greedy humble. here. I want to be I just want to get my win. I want to win my bet. And then after that, look, let's the state wins the Friday night game, buddy. I'm all in for winning the series and winning the and sweeping them. But right now I'm just I'm trying to stay humble. I'm trying to stay hungry. I wanna I wanna get that win and and make Richard have to wear Marina White at the Palmer Home Radiothon. That's okay. Is he is he just wearing Marina White or is he wearing the I, state stuff? I have a plan. Okay. All right, but I don't want to talk about my plan until I have the victory in hand. So I just hope he follows through because he did not follow through in the pirate suit. I will make sure that he follows through. I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding you accountable. You said worry. that you said that a couple times. I couldn't do anything about the pirate suit. We're in the same city. I'll be sitting next to him at the Palmer Home Radio. You're going to hold him down and force him to put on a, a state script. I will do what I have to do. Don't worry. Don't worry about what I, I've got planned. Don't worry about that. All right, moving forward. Reed Green asks us, rank these Alice in Chain songs, Down in a Hole, Heaven Beside You, No Excuses. You go ahead. You're a much bigger Alice in Chains fan I than I. Down in a Hole is number one for me here. Down in a Hole I, is actually my favorite Alice in Chain song. I don't know Heaven Beside You. I, 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 that's not coming to mind right now. Or really no excuses, but down in a hole is definitely that might be my favorite song, Malice and Chains. I can't really speak on the other two. Uh then in that case, I will rank them. Uh I would go Alice and Chains. I would go down in a hole, no excuses, heaven beside I actually am not a huge fan of Heaven Beside You, but it's okay. Uh it seems that the L at LSU has been the game that determines how state season will go recently. 
But I'm thinking that South Carolina will be that game this year. Do you agree? Well, what I would say is, like, LSU is is a game this year even that if State wins it, I mean, you can probably pencil them in for nine wins. But if they lose, it doesn't really mean as much. Like, you could lose that game and still win nine games. You could lose that game and still go eight and four. So that's not that big a deal. Uh, South Carolina, though, I agree that's a much better barometer this year. State needs to beat South Carolina. Yeah, I agree. That's that's going to be a tough game, too. On the road, that's a tough place to play. South Carolina's been really good there. That's going to be a difficult game. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know what – I don't really know what to expect from LSU this year. I imagine they'll be better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're playing that game at home. You feel a little bit better being at home. Um, so it should be interesting. Uh, Josh Wright, what is something the baseball team can play for? I mean, they can still play for Hoover. Yeah. You know, right now, I mean, what AM is is uh three and six. State and Ole Miss are one and eight. Auburn is like two and seven. I mean, two of those teams are gonna make Hoover. Yeah. They still got a shot to do that. Um, I mean, you're playing for your coach. I mean, the, yeah. with the, with every passing week, the Mississippi State struggling. Chris Monis's job is more in jeopardy. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, for the team, you're you're playing for your coach and also for yourself. I mean, you're you're wearing the M over S. That means a lot to a lot of people, and you don't want to be part of the team that just, you know, made history for one of the worst seasons ever. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to play for. There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of stuff on the line that, that you're playing for here. I mean, you can't just give up at this point. And, I, I mean, I don't think they will, but there, there's still a lot on the table for this team. Agreed. Uh, also from Josh Wright, favorite head coach regardless of sport to cover? Um, past or present? I mean, yeah, yeah, just just who? Yeah, who's been? I guess yeah. Um, Vic Schaefer. Yeah, for me, y'all had a great relationship too, so that that that's very helpful. Well, um, and the team was just really good. It's fun, fun to. I I enjoy covering two of the newer guys. I like Jans a lot, um, and I enjoyed covering. Uh, I have enjoyed covering Arnett, especially. As we've seen the change from gruff Arnett to happy Arnett, yes. Um, so those are probably two. I like. I mean, I liked Joe. I liked Moorhead, but you know, as far as covering him had its moments, though there was there were some fun times there. There were some 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 good content moments for me. So he was really fun to just stand around and talk to. Yeah, you could just BS with him. So, uh. Ani Robertson has some questions for us. He says the hot take is the fatal four-way men's tag match was the best match of Mania. Thoughts? I disagree, but it was definitely it was good. I think that was just more of like it had some good spots, but like the, there's no story there. So I don't know if I was really paying attention to that match. I, th- I think I just I going into that match like already crapping on it. Like I just didn't care about it, and so I, I did not give it a chance. Yeah. I'm sure there were some good moments in it. I just don't remember any of them because I wasn't paying attention. And and that's that's on me. I probably should have done that more. Not good for you. Uh, these are all wrestling questions. Come on. 
Um, I'm only going to ask two of them. Uh, he wants our thoughts on the Shano Mac Logan or the Shano Mac Snoop Dogg versus Miz fiasco. I mean, I hate to see somebody get injured, but at the same time, Shane has no business in the ring. Nobody wants to see him. It's just a McMahon ego thing. I mean, this is kind of what happens. Well, I mean, it, it was just so. I feel bad for him, but I mean, at the same time, I, I kind of don't because he's a millionaire and I mean, he's not doing anything else. Right. So, I mean, he can, be he can rehab. I, I wish him the best, but it was just kind of ironic that he's having this big return or whatever, and he's going to come in there and do this these big spots, and he does the – the uh, he jumps over the Miz or whatever. Just does a leapfrog, and that was – Comes down and blows out his knee like – 30 seconds into this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've, you've like built this up. I mean, you know, he's just like built this up like for months um, and like trained and, and been ready for it and comes in there and just blows his knees out. I mean, it's kind of sad in a way, but at yeah. the same time, it, it was just like, wow, th- you got 30 seconds in there and you're already done. Yeah. It was a very dad move. Like if, if I went in there, like I could see like myself going in there and doing that and, like pulling a hamstring or something like it, it was very, it was a very dad move. We had the injury wrong too. He tore a quad. Oh, it was a quad. Yeah. So he and his dad has something in common now. They blow out those quads with ease. Like man, quads are not, are not strong. They got what are they strong. doing? They got soft quads. Or maybe they're overworking it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, that, that's, that's, a, that's a better injury than a, torn a blown, yeah, blown out knee, right? Uh, I think they're probably about the same. I mean, you're going to have surgery either way. So, um, Patton Paris, was this year's WrestleMania one match ending away from the greatest ever? No, but it was really, really good. Even if, if, even if you're saying what you're saying there is that Cody, if Cody had won, this would have been the greatest ever. I disagree with that, but no, I disagree. This, it was a good one, though. It was really good. Really good. Um, the dude. Uh, we sort of just answered that one about the Ole Miss baseball. If you could relocate any stadium arena on campus, which would one would it be, and where would you put it? That's an interesting question because you think about the stadiums, you're like they just kind of are where they are. Would you move the hump? Probably so. That way you'd get rid of the whole baseball ba- basketball parking conundrums that we. Have. Yeah, and I mean you can. The thing about that is you're building a new arena, which I would yeah. be for. Yes. So that that would probably be the answer because it means that you're. So where do you put it? Um, I'm trying to think. You know what land they own that you could put it. Um, like, are we knocking down a couple of dorms here? I mean, could you go like on the other side of campus, like around like where like Macomas what is? Uh, down from Macomas, like. You know where the old like the intramural, yeah, like well, other like other side like down down. Um, I guess it would be Stone Boulevard. Oh, okay, like where the intramural fields are. Yeah, old intramural fields like that might yeah, be. That's an idea. You know, it's I, not I, really about- it's not really a great location because it's not off the highway or anything like that. But I've talked about this before. But you know, Mississippi State a long time ago had this twenty year plan. This then it was this big map of campus of what they expected campus to look like. My guess is in like 2015, but and the hump was at where Hull Hall is now. They had moved the, the the basketball arena to the middle of campus, right next to the football stadium, which would be interesting. But yeah, that's a thought. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pat and Paris, if you were the AD, how would you attempt to keep the crowds coming to Duty Noble the rest of the year? I mean, there's nothing you can do as the AD. If the team sucks, people aren't going to show up as much as they – there's just there's no promotion you can run that's, uh, that's going to make people come up to Starkville for baseball on the weekend if they don't want to see the team. With that said, baseball is never going to have a major attendance issue, I don't think. People love coming to baseball games, whether the team's good or not. It, it won't be – you won't have monster crowds, but the last two years the team has been bad – and you're still regularly getting 10,000 in there on the SEC weekend. Baseball at Mississippi State is different because it's more of a um, societal thing. Like you like you go to baseball as a meet-up of friends, drink, hang out, grill, stuff like that. So they haven't really had a huge problem with these games. I mean, the last two weekends, they've still had some big crowds there. And the team has not been good. So I think it'll continue to diminish a little bit, but you're still going to have some pretty good crowds. Uh, oh, gosh, I screwed up here. Hold on a second. <clears throat> uh, a. Swenson asks, another wrestling question. With Cody not getting the belt at Mady after all the buildup and storyline, what was the point of him leaving AEW? The point is he main event at WrestleMania. Like, that was the point. And on top of that, everyone at AEW, like the fan base, hated Cody. They hated him. And he's beloved at WWE. This is a completely exactly. different fan base. I mean, yeah. I, I think he's probably pretty good. He's probably got a good contract. You know, he's got a, a good following. I think he's good. Yeah. And then he asks, why is a thousand days important for Roman Reigns? It's dumb. How is it dumb? That's it's a, a thousand days. That's a thousand days. That's cool. And that's something they can market. They will sell shirts that says, you know, Reigns thousand or something. They will, they will, they will fit. They will have something for that. I mean, who was the last person to hold a belt for a thousand days? Hulk Hogan. Probably Hogan. I mean, Hogan's first title reign from uh, time he beat the Iron Sheik to the time he dropped it to Andre the Giant with the fake ref. We're talking about like three people that yeah. have had the belt for three for oh, a thousand a years: deal. Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, and Roman Reigns, probably. Uh, Tucker Medlin, with Ben Hallen, we knew that the administration was preparing for a coaching search at the end of the year. Will we know that with baseball this year, or will having a new AD limit the flow of information? I believe Zach Selman will play things much closer to the chest than did John Cohen. Much closer. Yeah, There won't sure. be many leaks out of that, that, that house, I don't think. No, you, I agree. You saw some of that in the football coaching search. I mean, nobody knew who Kevin Barbe was until he was hired. Nobody knew about Mike Schmidt coming in until it was it was announced. So, um, Andrew Miller asks us: Arnett recently mentioned potentially going to a different base defense based on personnel, and Matt Brock changing some things at DC. That all makes sense, but I was curious if there had been prior talk about going away from the three three five. No, it's this just what you heard in the past week or so, where he mentioned. You know, if if it, things if if they want to, they can go four two five. Right. There wasn't they 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 didn't you know talk it up in December or anything like that. No. Um. Ford Polk asks us. I've seen the Mississippi State over under at, for wins at six and a half by the for the twenty twenty three football season. Are you surprised by that number? I'm sort of surprised it's not lower. With a for having a first time head coach, not to mention Mississippi State is criminally underrated every year. 
got some low expectations there. Forward. I mean, I think if Mike Leach were still around, then that number would probably be seven and a half, maybe even eight. But without with with Arnett as the first year coach, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not surprised at six and a half. I would have been surprised if it was lower. I mean, if they say five and a half, you're saying the state's only going to win, you know, one conference game. No, that's that's not going to happen. And, and again, states, I mean, six and a half. I feel pretty confident you can bet whatever you like on the over of that. I don't I don't see that being a problem. State is just they're always going to be in this position. I mean, every single year they're they're picked to have the lowest win total in the SEC West. Every single year they outperform that. They hardly ever finish last. It's just I don't even pay attention to these things as much anymore. Just kind of silly. Also from uh, Ford, rank these Wayne and Brothers movies: A Haunted House, Major Pain, White Chicks, Scary Movie Two. I haven't seen any of these movies. What? I haven't seen. I, I haven't seen. Any. I think I may have seen Scary Movie Two. You've never seen Major Pain? No. Nah. What? I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh! You're sitting there acting like I'm saying I haven't seen The Godfather. It's, I mean, what are we talking about here? It's a great movie. Great. We're using the word great to describe major pain. objectively hilarious. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. We'll rank them then. Uh, Major Pain is number one for me. Okay. Uh, Then White Chicks, Scary Movie 2, and The Haunted House. Have you never seen Scary Movie? You've never seen any of those? I think I've seen Scary Movie. I wouldn't call Scary Movie a Wayne's Brothers movie, though. It is. They made it. They made it? Okay. If you say, I mean, like, I'm thinking of like movies they all starred in. So, well, they did star in it. There's there one Wayne's brother in it, isn't it? Or is there two? Um, yeah, there's two of them. All right. But the, I mean, this is their movie. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Let's move on into the rest of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef. It's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, throw some beef on the grill, some steaks, some some burgers, or hey, you know, there's a lot of other great stuff to choose from. There's tri-tip, there's picanha. Beef ribs, delicious and easy, much easier to cook than pork ribs. So check those out. Wherever, you're, wherever you are at your grocery store, whatever butcher you like to go to, talk to those guys. They'll get you the right, the right cuts and the right deals, and you can enjoy some great beef on the grill this weekend. Your family will thank you. And so will our 15,000 beef producers here in the state of Mississippi. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It's just awesome. And I I will be going there this week at some point. So hope to see you there. And, of course, anytime you're in Starkville, if you don't have a trip to Two Brothers on the agenda, well, you're just messing up. You're You're not getting the job done. So, you know, take your family to Two Brothers. They'll be happy. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food every time out at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. Advantage Business Systems, they deliver it to you, and they have been for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service on it, you get to call them back, and you talk to the same people who made you the sale, not some 1-800 number that connects you to a call center that puts you on hold for 45 minutes, and then they set you up an appointment with some out-of-state guy who maybe he'll be there in a week to 10 days. You don't know. You don't have that time to waste. This is your business we're talking about. You need to get back up and running. You need to deal with Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. 
Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue and their Collegiate Collection. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out, man. The best collection of quarter zips and polos that you can find. Great name brands, fantastic looking shirts and jackets, and they have the logos that you want. The M over S, the State Script, the Walking Bully. No more walking around like, a you know, you got a banner M the size of a small child on your chest. No, it's it's just a nice, normal polo. It's what you want to wear. So check them out. Go to The Rogue in Jackson. Shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. If you need something sweet to, to eat to make yourself a little happier, might I suggest a quick trip to my friends at Dolce for a little afternoon gelato. Afternoon gelato. It's like an afternoon delight, but it's gelato. So head over there. Take care of yourself. Give you Put a smile on your own face with a trip to Dolce. And, of course, great place for breakfast on the weekends. Great coffee, bagels, breakfast sandwiches. It's a great location right there just outside of the Cotton District. Great place to sit out on the patio in the morning, enjoy a cup of coffee and a bagel. Or, like I said, during the afternoon with a bowl of gelato. You can't beat it. Dolce at 509 University Drive, where Starkville satisfies its sweet tooth. Back into the questions, uh, Robbie, and they are still coming thick and fast here. Brogan Fairchild asks us, if you could live in any fictional location from any sci-fi, fantasy show, movie, or game, where would it be? It's an interesting question, because like sci-fi almost almost guarantees that something something's not right. So what, what would yours be? It's a good question. Um, see, I don't know, man. It's like, I want to have like all the modern conveniences, you know? So I'm trying to think like what's kind of modern, but is also related to science fiction. You know, I wouldn't mind living in, in the wizarding world of, of Harry Potter if I was a wizard. You're a wizard, Brian. Exactly. If I've got those powers, I, I'd be all for it. So maybe that's my answer. Um, I don't know what mine would be. It's probably a video game, maybe like Assassin's Creed. Oh, so you're going back in time? Yeah, you want to live in like you know an ancient, you know, ancient but medieval Venice or something. Yeah, but they also had uh, the one where like it was like Black Flag. That was really good. Do you want to be a pirate? Where, where you were like a pirate, like yeah. sailing the seas? Yeah. Okay. They they would they would they would um they would sing like the the. What do they call like the pirate songs that they that they sing on the yeah yeah the sea songs yeah yeah they would sing those while you're like flying down the sea pretty cool okay. all right I got you those are fun times uh, what are the top three movie soundtracks in your lifetime other than Friday because obviously it's the best well that's debatable but okay um, Top Gun like the first one it's good singles. And good. The Crow. That's a good album. Those are my top three. Forrest Gump is good. That's a good choice. Uh, Remember the Titans is good. I own both of those albums. Yeah. Um, they both had good songs, but also good um, um, score compositions, scores. Yeah. So both of those were really good. Um, 
I don't know. Those are the top. Those are the two that come to mind. Okay. Um, where are we here? Brent Clark asks us rank these celebrity wrestling appearances: Dennis Rodman with the NWO, Paul Malone with the Red NWO. You couldn't be more wrong, Brent. That is I'm, that, I'm not, that, I, that. First of all, I'm going to ask this. It's more. the I'm Wolf Pack. I'm, I'm done with this question. We're done. <laughs> the Red NWO. First of all, it's the also, Wolf he didn't Pack. Lock it up anyway, Carl, so never mind. Brent, you're out. Paul Malone was with Diamond Dallas Page. He was not with the Wolf Pack. He fought against the NWO. Come on, Brent. The Wolf Pack didn't exist when that match happened. I was at I was I was at one of those uh, nitros whenever Carl Malone came in with oh, nice. DDP. I got to I got to uh, touch DDP and Carl Malone on the shoulder while they walked by me in the crowd. There you cool. go. The Maroon Mike podcast asks us: When you consider that the combined record of the SEC team State has played thus far is seventy six and eleven, does it feel like State can still make a late turnaround? There is something to this, right? If State football started out at zero and three, but their first three games were you know against Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, you'd feel like they could turn it around late, right? They they have played three teams that have started off really well. Right. But your schedule doesn't get a ton easier either. I mean, the, the SEC is not an easy conference to navigate right now. You know, Ole Miss has, has not been good. Alabama's just, just been okay, but they're better. I mean, that's the thing, like – Alabama is one of those teams that used to like that was a a team that you could see yourself getting a sweep over mm-hmm. and like making up some ground, mm-hmm. but that's no longer the case. So right. like that's if that's and uh, you know Auburn was kind of the same way. That's no longer the case for them either. Yeah. So I don't see a ton of opportunities for Mississippi State to rack up some wins. Yeah. We shall see, but but I will say that yes, there is something to be said about the fact that State seems to have played. I mean, if you look at the RPI, they've played number one, number five, number nine. I mean, yeah, there's something to that. Um, Brian McDuff, as an avid TNL listener and someone that doesn't really care for wrestling, could you please let your listeners know when you're going to start talking about wrestling? I listened for five minutes before I realized you were talking about wrestling. We're sorry. We're sorry, Brian. Sorry, McDuff. McDuff is actually a huge wrestling fan. Well, I mean, we like the the thing that makes me so mad about that review. Is but first of all, it's like you know we we warned you like five hundred times that we were going to do this. Like several shows in advance warned you. And secondly, like you're going out of your way to damage our reputation with the review thing, right? Even though we warned you that we were going to do that, and we yeah. set aside a portion of the show where we cut off. Our talk, which by the way, we prefaced all of that with Mississippi State news. We talked everything we could about Mississippi State and then said, okay, now we're about to talk wrestling. If you would like to turn this off, you can. And you still give that review. Give us your name. I want to go to you. I want to read your job. I want to go to your job and give you a negative review. So the review is this wrestling equals one star, one star. Wrestle space mania equals one star. From GGGJJJKSJDHHS. So. Is this person like, you know, 15 years old, you think? They might be. If, right. if, it's a, if it's a grown man, then you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself Yeah, for being that big of a loser. Uh, Ricky Rickston has asked us, with time and win chances running out and chances of making the conference tournament dwindling daily, 
What would it take for Lamonis to be safe and get another year at the helm? It making the conference tournament would be a great start. Yeah. You can make the Hoover you can, from this point, which probably means you won at least eleven games, maybe twelve, you're probably you might you might have a chance. That's gonna be tough. Be tough. Gonna be tough. Uh the nine oh one start dog in the Terminator, Skynet becomes self aware in nineteen ninety seven. Which year do you think the current AI will become self-aware? Will it come up with a time travel formula? AI is going to become self-aware in the next, like, five to ten years, I think. And in that case, we're in real trouble. That's kind of scary. It is. We're our own worst enemies. Yep. We don't have to create these things. We don't We don't have to do this. Yep. We're the people create. Have you seen the movie Megan? I have not seen that. Let's not do that. Uh, let's see here. Keep is that where I supposed to be? Yes. Keep us right. Two questions: Which SEC football coach do you guys think is or will be on the hot seat this season? Jimbo is like the obvious answer, right? They're going to reach a point if they go seven and five again this year. They're just going to say the hell with this. They're going to fire. We we we're just going to have to come up with seventy million. Yeah, because it's just not. Right. Listen, you're not getting the return of investment at After all. After that, Eli Drinkwitz probably is on the list. Napier's on the list. I mean, if he has another bad season, that's Florida. They're not going. They're not going to stand for that. Yeah. Um, and Kiffin to a degree. I mean, they're paying him nine million a year now. They expect. They expect results. Yeah, I don't think they would fire him though. They would. They I mean, would. He would, he would they have would, to go like would, two and. Would, at that point, they would be two. like, "Well, no, he's not going to do that." But yeah, they would be like, "Look, if another job pops up, just go ahead." Yeah. Let's let's find you a good spot. Yeah, that that works for both of us. Right. Also from Kivas, did you guys see the AEW All Access after Dynamite last week? And if so, what were your thoughts? I did not watch it. Did you? No, I, I probably need to put that on my list. So here's the thing with me though: is like, I kind of like the show of wrestling. Like, yeah, the, I don't like the I don't like the, I don't really want to see the all the behind the scenes stuff. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to see how the the sausage gets made. I just want to watch the wrestling. And I, I'm still one of those people, like, I don't want to see, you know, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns shaking hands behind the curtain. Right, right, right. You know, I, I don't like that. Yeah. TJ Hand. Kayfabe, man. Kayfabe. I'm a fan of it. TJ Hand, I haven't kept up with wrestling in 15 or so years, but after listening to you guys discuss WrestleMania the other day, I got the itch to get back in. How in the world do I get caught up? Where do I start? I would just start watching. Just start watching, man. Just start watching and you'll, you'll figure it, it out. There, figure there's it out no, this there's is a good no time way. to. Because WrestleMania just happened, so they're going to re- reboot a lot of storylines in WWE. And AEW is in the process of... of star- they are, what, two months out to their next pay-per-view. AEW only does four pay-per-views a year. So you're catching them right when they're starting to, to put the storylines together. So you got you, this is a good time to get back in. You, you can, There's no way that you can just like catch up. It's impossible right. because so many things are happening at once. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is just start watching. You won't know anything that's going on, but eventually you'll start to pick up on the characters and what's going on. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I've heard a lot of people say that after we started talking about it, they wanted to check it out. A lot of people watched WrestleMania the other day solely because we talked about it. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are mad right now that we're talking about this, but what can we do? Give it a, give it a shot. I mean, the, if you don't, if you don't want us to ask for answer wrestling questions, get your own questions in here and we'll answer them. You, you would be entertained by what you see, I promise you. Agreed. There will be something on wrestling that agree. Um, you you'll be you'll be entertained. I agree. All right. Uh where are we here? 
Hold on one second. Um, Sean Brown asks, if Lamonis managed to save his job but not Foxhall, is Jay Powell on your list of replacements? Guys, we've got to stop. We've got to stop putting people's names into coaching positions because they played sports here. Okay? and Or because they coached here at one time. Jay Powell has never coached college baseball. He's coached some high school baseball. And I like Jay Powell. I think he's a fantastic color commentator. His major league career, I mean, he won a World Series. Can't take anything away from him. But I just want to, let's just picture this, all right? If I told you that Mississippi State was going to hire a guy who had never coached college baseball, who was currently doing some color commentary for his alma mater's baseball team, he played some pro baseball, and he went to college at the University of Utah. That's who State's going to hire as their, you know, he has the exact same, you know, he had a great major league career, won a World Series, but he went to Utah and not Mississippi State. What would you say? All right? Or if I said, hey, this guy was an assistant coach literally anywhere else. And now he's the head coach of a group of five program, and he's he's never hosted a super regional, and he's 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 only been to a regional twice, and his team this year isn't very good. That's who state's going to hire to be the head coach, because that's what you I hear when you say you're going to hire Lane Burroughs. Like you guys have got to stop thinking that just because they went to school here, it gives them a, a pass to be a coach here. It doesn't. So no, to answer your question, Sean. I mean, I'm and here's here's my thing. Like there, it's like every time that something opens up or there there's a possibility something's going to open up like a lot of people go like run straight to the people that have mississippi state ties why not just try to get the, the best. best to the best yeah, i know and i'm not taking a shot at jay powell I th- he might be great for this job and i think he's doing a great job where he is but uh he hasn't coached in college we don't know what his capabilities are can he recruit can right. he develop we don't know Right. Why not go get the best that you can get? get a, this is Mississippi State. Go get a pitching man. coach from college. That's what people want to fire. People want to fire the coaches because they're not reaching their standards, and then they want to go hire someone that hasn't accomplished yeah anything. LSU went and hired the best possible college pitching coach. I mean, as much as we like to hate on Wes Johnson, I I, I can't at this point. But as many Tommy John injuries have happened since he left, I can't just put it all on him. And yeah. since the you know LSU has hired him and the MLB brought him in, he obviously is a good pitching coach. So, yeah, just I don't know, man. Just gotta stop. Uh, Jay in Baltimore. It seems that most don't see Lamonis and his staff being replaced before season's end. But what about after a losing sweep at the hands of the Rebels at home? Or how much could a winning sweep alter things? Well, sweeping Ole Miss. I mean, unless you get to Hoover, it doesn't matter. If you get swept by Ole Miss, I mean, there would be a lot of pressure at that point to move on. But I still think they're, they're not going to. He's going to finish out the season. Yeah, no, it's you're not going to make that move right now. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Just, I mean, it. You let it play out. Yeah. Another question from Justin Holiday about how to get back into wrestling. Just get back in, man. Just do it. Ryan Nelson says. I keep seeing people say UConn is now a blue blood. Didn't you already think they were a blue blood in basketball? I, I, w- I think the blue blood term is getting like misconstrued. I think people just like they think blue bloods are the ones who were blue bloods when we were kids. But like you can be a new, you can be new money in the game and be a blue blood. 
which is what yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Mississippi State women's basketball a few years had become kind of a blue blood. Right. Um, and they hadn't really done anything historically. Right. But but also, I mean, UConn's been good for decades. Yeah. I mean, that, what, how many national t- titles do they have? Like five, four, five? Five in the last 25 years. More than five. So, years. yeah, I mean, that's... It's, it's two more than anybody else. Yeah, they are, they are a blue blood. They are a blue And I've, I've always kind of felt that way about them. Yeah. Like, you know, even when they had the you know the old Big East that was yeah, um, so great back in the day, and then had teams getting in the national championship or in the final four every year, UConn was one of those teams. Yeah. Uh, Rob Hadaway asks us, to my knowledge, in forty six years on this planet, I have never done anything for a Klondike bar. Have I failed in life? I mean, have you never had a Klondike bar? I, I'm not a fan of the Klondike bar. Well, they're they're difficult to eat because like they don't have a stick. You gotta like hold yeah. and it melts in your hand. They're good. Well, it's it's kind of like an ice cream sandwich, right? Well, it's but like, it's a different. It's like an ice cream sandwich, but it's also like a, a Eskimo pie. It's just it's it's it, there's no there's no wafer. There's just a chunk of ice cream melted chocolate. Uh, so while you're eating it, the chocolate's gonna melt in your hand. Yeah, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of those things, anyways. Okay. Ice cream sandwiches, like they taste good or whatever, but you know you get like. It gets off on your fingers and melts. Like I'm just not a fan of that. And then I'm just not a fan of the taste of the Klondike bar. Yeah. So what would I do for a Klondike bar? Literally nothing. Oh well, there you go. Also from Rob Hadaway, please rank these common lies told by telephone answering robots. Your call is very important to us. Please listen carefully as our menu options have recently changed. We are experiencing higher than normal call volumes. That's number one. They're never experiencing higher than normal. They're always it's always the same. Another common lie is your um so something about AARP or your uh your your social security is has been breached or you know oh, just like so we're talking about like when you make the call. Like uh, we're talking about scammers here. Like you know you call a place and they put you on hold and you hear your call is very important to us. No it isn't. They could care less if you live or die. That's true. So I'm going to go... Because they're a robot. Yeah. So I'm going to say experience, normal call volumes, one, call very important, two, menu options has changed as three. I think sometimes the menu options do change, but not as much as they would have you believe. That's true. Uh, Crystal Method. I'm sort of thrown off by Crystal Method's questions here because they seem to be like legitimate sports-related questions. And I don't expect that from him. Well... Not really. I mean, there's there's there's, there's a one that there. isn't, but yeah. So let's just do it. Does Paul Skeens on this roster make this team a regional team or better? I mean, I'd like to say yeah, but at the same time, you know, the way I mean, I, I don't think states pitchers are all completely untalented. So there's some sort of disconnect in what they're being taught and what they're doing. Like you think, like if he came in here, he would be screwed up too. Like yeah, he, I, I think that he <clears throat> might have some issues. So I don't know the possibility. Answer. If you just if you didn't do anything with him and just let him be who he is, mm-hmm. and you didn't even try to develop him, right? He makes you a significantly better team, right? Every Friday night, you're probably going to win, yeah. Um, and then from there, just find a way to win one more game. And yeah. I, I mean, surely you could do that. Also from uh, Crystal Method, any early names to watch for both the men's and women's basketball portal? You got anything for the women? I certainly don't have anything for the men. No, I mean, it's, right now it's just like, I mean, they're, 
it's completely under wraps. Yeah. Like there's just not a whole lot of information. And and it really kind of is for the men too. Mm-hmm. There has been, of course, the, the, um, a uh, guy from Florida, Kawasi uh, Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, yeah. I, it's obvious that Mississippi State's very interested in him. He's interested in Mississippi State. That's the obvious guy. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is kind of, you know, it's a little quiet. The Jalen Cohn guy. Yeah. Well, it's just, and there's still like there's a holding <laughs> pattern because State hasn't, they haven't, they don't know who's staying and who's going yet. So until yeah. everything is kind of settled on that end, you know. Which I believe they have some some big men. Mm-hmm. Kind of waiting in the wings. Waiting in the wings, yeah. To visit, but yeah. you don't you don't want to scare off Tolu, and it's just a weird situation. I mean, you got to have an answer from him yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Last one from Crystal. Rank these American towns: Louisville and Louisville. Oh, Louisville's number one. Okay, I would agree with that. Of course. Um, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer, double A. There are fifteen thousand six hundred possible three unique letter strings. If I were to tell you before WrestleMania that Logan Paul's business partner uses a unique three-letter string as his name, how many thousands of guesses would it have taken you to guess it correctly? I mean, I would have just started at AAA and gone, and so however many down to get to KSI. That would be, well, that would take a while. About half, I would feel like that would be about halfway there, wouldn't it? So probably about, about 8,000 or so. Well, I mean, your daughter basically said the guy's name right like yeah but she knew who he was well that's what i'm saying like before like before the thing even happened right like joseph and your daughter were talking about this guy right and I, I didn't even know what they were saying they, that's were my point. Like, they knew who he was if they were just like this is the the guy's name is three letters what is it and they said go i would i would take eight thousand guesses yeah i i have no clue who that guy is yeah. I, I wouldn't have known all right Hunter Bolware says, rank these brother duos for Mississippi State. Keegan and Cameron James, DeMonte and Don Terry Russell, Cameron and Addison Lawrence. Well, the Lord, the Russells, God bless them, are last. I mean, what have they done? Yeah. So I got to go. You got to go Cameron and Keegan first because, I mean, they, they won a national. There's a national championship in that, right? Uh, I mean, I'm not giving them full credit for a national championship. Yeah, but Cameron James I'm, I'm going strictly on a national championship team. Nah. I'm going strictly with what they did. Cameron Lawrence um, started for several years a linebacker in the SEC. Addison Lawrence started for several years in the offensive line. Both of them played at least in the NFL on a practice roster. Cameron Lawrence was on the team. I'm going with those two first. Then I'm going with Cameron and Keegan. Okay. And then the Russells last? Yes. Okay. Also from Andy Atkinson, this trophy's in the vet school. I don't know the story behind it, but it seems a cool concept. What other SEC non-rival school-based trophies does the state have? It's a tough question to answer because you're asking us to describe the trophy, Andy. We, we Our listeners can't see it. Uh, but it's the Dog Bowl, and it goes to the winner of the Mississippi State-Texas A&M football game every year. Because obviously, oh, does it? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Started in 2013. Reveille versus... Versus Bully. Bully. Nice. So who else? SEC non. I mean, you play the only other. You got it's gonna be somebody you play every year, right? So I mean, Arkansas, eh, Auburn. You can have like a land grant trophy, but that's already been taken. There's a land grant trophy in the Big Ten, and then you know Kentucky. Eh. 
Well, couldn't you have like a vet school trophy for Auburn and MSU too? I guess, but you know, what are we doing there? Then you've got two vet school trophies. What if you had a trophy for uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss? Ah, ah, try to leave that on the field. You just leave that on the 50 yard line and it's not that important. Exactly. The Mangum Cafe. Why did baseball drop the Sweet Dreams remix after football made the move to it? I don't know that they've dropped it so much as like, that was one of the things they played at big moments and there haven't been any. Well, they used to play it every game before the, before they ran on the field. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just like big moments. Like that was, that was like their before they run on the field song. I don't know why that stopped. Mm-hmm. How boring is the Hey song? It's really boring, especially when you consider that the guy who wrote it is a convicted child molester. And I don't know why people still play that. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of evolved. I guess. And then our last questions here, and I got to be honest, like these make Robbie and Brian do a weird sound. They're funny the first couple of times, but like we don't need to make this an every week thing. It's like it loses its novelty pretty quick. And I'm only going to do one, Robbie. Rate each other's Michael Buffer sound. Go. Oh, I gotta get, you gotta get a little bass in the voice. Oh, let's get ready to rumble. All right, let's get ready to rumble. Who's was better, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. With the thousands um, in attendance and, and the, the millions, millions watching, watching around the room. There you go. Uh, all right, a man who knows no fear. This is. Sting! I think yours was better. Uh, Reed Sweeney asks, how does the NCAA determine regional sites for the first two rounds of the tourney? My guess is seeding. If Bama is the number one overall seed and they get Birmingham, if State were ever the number one overall, where would the regional site be? Jackson, Tupelo, anywhere in Mississippi? Nowhere in Mississippi. The regional sites are determined before the tournament starts. Yeah, they already have those sites. Then they send teams based on where the sites are. So, they had Birmingham this year. That just worked out for Alabama. But if they had been in Atlanta and not Birmingham, Alabama would have gone to Atlanta. They had been in Memphis and not Atlanta, uh, Birmingham. They might have gone to Memphis. They would have kept them as close to out their, their campus as they could. There will never be a, play, a, a NCAA tournament game held in the state of Mississippi because Mississippi doesn't have an arena capable of supporting that outside of the hump or the pavilion, which are, they aren't going to host tournament games right. in terms of the men's tournament. Correct. Simple as that. Last one from Bryce Overby. Doesn't it make sense to use Gerangelo and Cade for Friday, Saturday with TBD on Sunday? And if you get to a spot where you need a longer reliever in a competitive game, just bring in Gartman to try to run the series. And then use Dome, Loft, and Sierra to secure two out of three. I mean, sure. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I mean, at this point, like, I just don't know if it if it all matters. Yeah, it's like rearranging the decks and the chairs and yeah. the uh, deck of the Titanic. A lot of people like put a lot of thought into something, and it just, <clears throat> it just yeah. doesn't matter. So, oh well. All right, tomorrow's show we'll have a couple of spring previews, and we're going to sort of tie the show around those because we're talking about Arkansas and Auburn. Those are big games for Mississippi State this year. Those are games you know on the road, so we're going to talk about what those games are going to mean to Mississippi State. Uh, plus, we'll preview the Mississippi State Alabama series, which starts uh, tomorrow. Thursday, Friday, Saturday series as they uh, avoid uh, Easter Sunday. 
All right, guys, have a great Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.